0: And we are live. We are live. Yes. Uh, hmm. Hello, everyone. Wait. Do you think I can start with a story?
1: Start with a story. Do it.
0: Yeah. So today, as I was leaving work, these two women who speak Cantonese and um, whenever they're around each other, they speak in Cantonese. So we were leaving and then they were saying goodbye in Cantonese or something. Mm -hmm. And then a white Christian missionary said, are you speaking pig Latin? And I was like, ah, like the internal, the, 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 the social justice warrior Ivor was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, and it was just a very good example of how white male privilege. Makes him just like make fun of a language like that. that may not have been his intention, but those things are very like sensitive for me
1: that feels like a microaggression
0: that is a microaggression because you know when did when, he
1: know them like you're all closely. coworkers,
0: yeah, they're like co-workers, but they don't exactly hang out and go and eat oblong pizzas together like that's <laughs> what I'm being very specific because uh... the white man in question likes oblong pizzas. he was like he just is a big fan of that, and so I was like, because that that is a microaggression, because... Just because you don't understand a language makes it Pig Latin? Makes it, yeah, exactly. And you may have said it jokingly, but I'm sorry, but just like the history of colonialism and white supremacy and how you remove the identity of black people, color people, mixed people, Asian people, and removing their ability to speak their language as part of that suppression, the oppression and suppression. And so, you know, it was triggering for me, he obviously didn't understand it because he's a missionary. And that's the job of missionaries. It's the Missionaries are like the cousins of slavery and colonialism. <coughs> <laughs> it, it, tell me I'm wrong.
1: Nah. <laughs> nah.
0: It's just, well, that's what it is, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I was a bit triggered. So, anyway.
1: Oh, that's... Um, I feel like and just with missionary like white missionaries in any country right that isn't also white
0: right I just
1: have an issue with that
0: basically they go in <laughs> they go into the country they bring a religion that no one fucking asked for they even- bring
1: this sense of like religious or spiritual superiority and then they have this like ingrained sense of like racial superiority that even if they don't know is there yeah they're still acting on and it's just icky it
0: is icky and it's just a process of like destabilizing the country because then you take away their country that country's culture and beliefs by bringing your your beliefs into by forcing your beliefs onto them what did um desmond tutu say like he this beautiful quote that he had Um, and it says, when the white man came, we had the land and they had the Bible and they asked us to close our eyes and pray. When we opened our eyes, we had the Bible and they had the land. Oof. Powerful. Powerful. Anyway.
1: (laughs) That reminds me though. I mean, like on the topic of white missionaries. Right. Right. Um, That man a couple years ago who, like, tried to, um, like, bring Christianity to this uncontacted tribe somewhere in, like, India.
0: Yeah. Oh, I know about the story. It was, like, an island. Yes. And
1: he had contacted some native or, like, local person to ferry him on a boat to this island and then on the way, they were, like, shooting arrows at him, and he died.
0: <laughs> my gosh.
1: <laughs> that whole story, I was just like, "Oh, but... But he'll go to heaven. He'll... Go- right? <laughs> he'll... <coughs> oh! <laughs> it reminds... <laughs> oh, my God. I
0: love that. That is hilarious.
1: Oh, Controversial. It is very controversial.
0: <laughs> it's like the joke, like... Is Michael Jackson black or white in heaven? And the answer is white, because everyone's perfect in heaven. Oof. Mm. mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome to This Is Fine, a podcast where it's loosely based on mental health and tangents, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I am Ivor, and you're lucky that my breasts are small and humble, so you don't confuse them with mountains.
1: Oh, we're bringing out Shakira today? Right. mm I am DJ, and I am brain dead. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. So, um, yeah, this is a very special episode. Uh, we talk about accountability and uh, responsibility, which is, I think for me, like one of my favorite things to talk about is being responsible for your yourself, your actions, what you do, and like the space you hold. And um, yeah, that's basically what I think we can use for accountability of this episode. Mm. Have you been accountable for your actions lately? or no. your decision? <laughs>
1: no. Do not ask. Uh, do not ask. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, it's been something that I've been struggling a lot with um, over the last couple of years. I would say two years, yeah.
1: I feel like it changes according to the situation. Like what you are trying to be responsible for or accountable for is really... It varies based on like what you're trying to do at that point in your life and like what kind of relationships are around you. So I feel like there's not like a one size fits all definition or like goal with accountability because everyone is going to have different priorities and everyone's going to have different like values that they bring to what does it mean to be accountable
0: for sure. I like that you bring in the word values because I, in the l- previous episode with that I did with a friend, I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no I speak as, I, ab- as I mentioned, I am brain dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I speak about defining your, your morals and morals mm. and values. So I think once you have those defined, um, being accountable for your actions is easier for you to do. Otherwise, I think you kind of blindly or...
1: Yeah, you just sort of float around and you you do this and then you do that. And you're like, there is no consistent thread that like connects those actions. Right.
0: So um, I think it is an integral... Integral? Integral. Integral? An integral. I don't know why I pronounce it that way. It's an integral part of finding your... For anyone that has a struggle with feeling lost or finding your purpose in life... Is um, defining your values and your morals, and first, and to do that, you have to be um, meta, cognitive, mm-hmm. self-reflective. Like I say many times, define that first, and then I think it helps you in plotting the trajectory of what you want your life to oh. be. Yeah, and to and it makes you or it helps you take better decisions. I think
1: it's like charting out like the follow-through like you have these values or goals and then accountability is like holding yourself to that standard or to those actions that eventually lead you to like accomplish that goal
0: it helps you be more honest yeah so when you are unable to achieve, let's say you've, you've, you you've think that you've done your best to um, ace an interview or achieve a, a, a goal that you set for yourself and you haven't gotten there, you are able then to assess, was it because of me? Was it because of external factors that I had limited control over mm. when you are that that to that level of self-awareness and then maybe it's easier for you to deal with either loss or heartbreak or disappointment when you have that part of yourself clarified
1: yeah definitely i didn't know i
0: was going to say that (laughs) it just kind (laughs) of came out
1: (laughs) no because when you're accountable for yourself and your like your actions then looking back you can actually more clearly kind of see what were the things i did well what were the things that i should have done better where can i improve yeah and that's all very constructive going forwards yeah so whether or not you get the outcome that you wanted the first time you're in a better kind of starting place
0: part of accountability is you kind of have to have a plan for something which is why i preach because it's my specific way but i use my journal a lot for these kind of things um to plot out what i want my future self to be like Mm -hmm. as much as i don't like lana del rey she did say something a long time ago and said i believe in the person i want to become and Mm that hits so hard for me that it's just been stuck in my head and so i use journaling or writing as a way to get out to make sense of what i want and once that is out on paper then um you repeat it enough it becomes part of who you are but because it's not like stuck like in your four um four thoughts not four thoughts that's weird in your um it's not occupying the conscious energy. It is subconscious, and you have more brain power than to attribute to to focusing, to work harder, to that kind of stuff. So I like thinking that you write something down, get it out of your brain so that you make space for taking the action, for making other decisions, because we have a limited um, amount of decision-making power every day.
1: I like that, like believing in the person you want to be yeah
0: believing in the person you want to become yeah yeah
1: because i think when you talk about accountability and responsibility a lot of it seems vague or like you're trying to say like this is who i want to be in five years and ten years this is the kind of person i want to be and then inside that are like other qualities or characteristics but without verbalizing that or without putting it on paper or just thinking through like what does this mean what does it mean to me yeah you don't really have an idea of like where you want to go
0: yeah and and like it just it reminds me like when you said it's so different for every single person exactly that you need to define it like you need to be specific you need to know that it's for me and not for someone else Mm. and so when you are faced with a situation where someone else's um actions are clashing with your values you can then identify that and not judge them and be like you know what i'm not about this and i don't have to engage or i can um ignore that you know from that person and understand that that's their choices and then take responsibility then for your own actions Hmm. in any kind of conflict that may arise with someone else yeah yeah Wow. Magical.
1: Magical. Look at (laughs) that. I feel like,
0: (laughs) I don't know. I just feel very on right now. Did you just clarify
1: this for yourself too? (laughs) I think I did. I
0: just, yeah. Wow! Accountability
1: in action. Um,
0: I would usually go to situations where I have not taken accountability. Um, I think in the past, for me, it was if there was any kind of failure to achieve something that I would blame it on external factors alone and not take accountability that, you know what, I could have prepared better. Mm -hmm. I could have done better. I could have done more. Because it's easy to blame the other person. It's easy to blame where you are in the world. It's easy to blame whatever instead of taking responsibility. Because at some point, like, let's say, for example, you... um did not like the way your parents raised you or you hated that or you felt it's unfair or and these things definitely do shape you but it. I think that there is an expiry date for how you for how
1: long you can blame your parents yes (laughs) how long
0: you can blame your parents and i've said this before there's an expiry date for how long you can blame your parents at some point you have to take responsibility you have to take accountability because even if you blame blame them what are they going to do how are they going to change your life if you're 35 years old and you haven't taken accountability for the actions you've made. And, and you say, it's my mom that pampered me my whole life. And now I can't wash my own dishes. Like, uh, come on, at some mm, point. <laughs> I don't see the connection here. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like... um that's just a lighthearted example. It goes like, you know, much deeper than that. Did your mom raise
1: you to be a pampered asshole or did you continue to remain a pampered asshole for the rest of your adult life?
0: Exactly. And that's a decision you took. You're yeah. an adult. Like, <laughs> I've stopped blaming the world for things. But that happened a long time ago. I was forced into becoming an adult child. And so that I, though as a child, obviously, I still had that behavior. But when I started living on my own... I had to take responsibility for myself. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah.
1: You can't see a mess in your room where you live alone and be like, "Who did this?" <laughs> I often go,
0: "Who was here?" <laughs> this yeah. is a
1: surprise to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, the lies we tell ourselves uh, are the most dangerous, aren't they?
1: I feel like accountability pops up for me a lot, like similarly with failures, but also with like, like values.
0: Ooh, I want to hear about this.
1: Yeah, so, like, judging people, judging, yeah, judging people for, like, having different values.
0: Oh, my God, yes. Ooh, that just triggered me. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like, with people who were vacationing during corona. Oh, I mean, we're still during, like, in the middle of corona, but, like... Don't even get me started. Like, when it was really bad, and there were people who were posting online about, like, their vacations to so-and-so and and (laughs) wherever because they personally were not sick and so they decided it was safe.
0: Yeah, or knew anyone who was affected by it or anyone who had died from it or anything. So they just think, oh, yeah. life is the same.
1: And so account taking accountability for like my, mm, my belief that that is not okay, but not throwing a shit fit over it online <laughs> yeah 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 like allowing myself to see that like you have these values and you can live by them but that doesn't mean everyone else has to
0: that's something i struggle with too <laughs> it, it definitely is is that i can see the common sense of having this value then why the fuck can't you and that's a major character flaw is that i think that if i think this way therefore other people do too but i think that comes from me believing that as a human being I am no different than someone else mm. on a fundamental level. That my sadness, though the, the experience, the 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 conditions of that cause the sadness may be different, but at the core of the emotion it's the same thing. That's why when you go to a movie theater, you go you buy the ticket not for the movie, you buy the ticket for the emotional experience. Because everyone in that darkened room everyone's feeling the same thing it triggers events in your life that has made you happy sad feel excited that triggers that emotion everyone is feeling the exact same thing yet no one knows each other in that cinema or like is like intimately connected or anything like that not no one but you know the majority of people someone's in the back giving a hand job i don't know <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're in a pandemic. Don't, don't do that. Don't give jobs. Don't do it. Don't end. do that. <laughs> Wait for the pandemic to be over when you give public <laughs> hand jobs.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know where I was going with that. Mm. Oh, the the whole thing about being connected. And so I think that because we are all humans and we feel the same thing, that we also think the same way. But, honey, we no, don't.
1: No, we do not.
0: Oh, yeah. So I'm very excited. Um, we have our... I wouldn't... Yeah, it's not our first listener, listener letter. It's the first one we're going to read um, because my sister did send something and I didn't read it. <laughs> it's the
1: first really anonymous one.
0: Yes, it's the first anonymous some- one. So, after listening to your funny and enlightening episode, it made me realize that dick or vagina... I'm not going to say the word P-U-S-S-Y. I don't like saying that word. That dick or vagina <laughs> or vagine... Um, <laughs> <the gene. laughs> Say it! No, okay, well, let's start over. After listening to your funny and enlightening episode, uh, it made me realize that dick and pussy is being glorified in a relationship way too often. Yes, sex is is a fundamental part of any romantic relationship, but somehow it seems to be put on a pedestal and worshipped. I have heard my female friends complain how their boyfriends are cheating on them, but they are staying in the relationship because the dick is good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> everyone can relate even though they are emotionally and sometimes mentally abused by their partners. wow guys date girls that are shallow and monetized what is what does that mean shallow and monetized. Oh they just like because you can't get monetize a girl. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think he means, he or she means, this is he, yeah, um, means that um, girls care, like, they're superficial. I think yeah. that's what he means. So shallow and superficial, which is the same thing. And all they say is, the pussy tastes good, so it's okay. Oh, the guys date the girls oh. who are shallow, but they like dating them because the pussy tastes good. Ooh, okay, so I did an experiment. I asked the majority of my exes, long-term relationship-wise and short-term fling-wise. Would they ever sleep with me or date me again? And to my surprise, almost all of them said yes. And my ego blew up. Then I asked why. The most common answer was, nice guy, good father, respect for women, but the dick always made it in there. (laughs) You are a nice person, even though you're so full of shit at times. And the D is good, though. My ego blew up, but then then I popped my ego's bubble, telling myself that without the good d or the p <laughs> how would my relationships have turned out now that made me realize the superficial nature of most initial reactions anyway keep up the great work um you guys make a splendid team ooh yay thank you to whoever read that what what do you say about that what do you think
1: which episode was this in um, response to what's love got to do with dick got to do with dick <laughs> <laughs> That was my favorite one.
0: I know. It was possibly yeah. one of my favorite ones too. Uh,
1: I think that's... Mm.
0: It's very accurate. But for a man yeah. to get to to realize that themselves, I really like. Because now I'm doing my... my it's part of like what I figure is my purpose in life is to, to make people more self-aware or to guide mm-hmm. them to self-awareness. And this just means that person has been thinking about, oh shit, that happens in my life. <laughs>
1: yeah without without calling this person an asshole yeah it's like maybe he i'm assuming he it's a he yeah yeah, yeah maybe he is opening his eyes to the possibility that like i could be better in relationships emotionally yeah that, that's or a like point, on actually. a on a connection level that doesn't revolve around sex
0: yeah don't give them the d if it's so good make them. <laughs> no. <laughs> not, that. not that that was not my point Yeah, i'm just kidding yeah
1: <laughs> but yeah like relying on physical intimacy to like carry a relationship when there are so many other ways that you can connect with a partner yeah i think that's a good takeaway from that episode you're right from this letter
0: yeah i agree is maybe start um, defining your boundaries like we, we talked about before. Mm. Define your boundaries before you have a, a, an interaction or a date with someone and be like, you know what, if we're going to be sleeping together on the first date, um, what does that say? Um, yes, it could be passionate. Yes, you could get married. And yes, you could be together for 50 years. Um, but mostly uh, just the way our brains work, that's not, what's gonna happen <laughs> just like chemically and psycholo- mm. physiologically how we work that's not gonna happen yeah. so I like that so define the boundaries then um, decide okay we're gonna do this and, and we're gonna be more emotionally vulnerable or explore each other's personalities before we explore each other's bodies <laughs> mm-hmm. your body is a wonderland what's that song? oh
1: we're not, we're not, we're doing, not doing we genre. don't do that here <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't do that here <laughs> Rewinding from the tangent, though, Yeah, I feel like even if, like, a relationship starts out with, like, sex or, like, physical intimacy, though, there's a way for it to progress beyond that, mm-hmm. like, exploring each other's personalities, like, oh, getting yeah. to know each other more personally, more emotionally, as long as you're not deluding yourself, <laughs> as long as you are not fully delusional, Me. <laughs> <laughs> like the people who are like oh i hate him but the dick is good or like she's trash she's like so shallow and superficial and she wouldn't care about me if like the dick wasn't good or Mm -hmm. like i wouldn't care about her if like the pussy didn't taste great whatever yeah whatever listener writer says yeah like if you have that mindset then like clearly you are not in the relationship to be with this person
0: right right (laughs) <laughs> you just there to be with their other parts yeah yeah because honestly you remember the 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 ruler guy yeah so as much as that whole toxic situation is what it is if he calls me right now i would be right there if i would be like no okay. <laughs> that's honestly I'm no <laughs> I,
1: I need a spray bottle just like spray you with water just <laughs> and the,
0: the very wealthy guy remember I told you about yeah. the very wealthy guy who has his own house if he called me right now no. I'm like okay yep, no. th- those are the two people no, no, no. that I cannot say no to but there are many plenty of other people I'm like nah girl mm. but, but they... even
1: then I feel like it would be fine as long as you went into it like knowingly oh yeah I've, if you point... were into if you were into it just like oh we're just friends with benefits or like we're just casual like hookup friends whatever yeah. and you didn't have expectations for them there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. But if you go into it knowing that they're approaching you in this one way and you're going to respond to that, but then you're going to be disappointed when they don't want to know you more deeply. Yeah, but that would be the problem.
0: The thing is, it it's that's how it started.
1: Mm. And although
0: that has changed for me now knowing that I that we're only, you know, going to be bumping uglies <laughs> uh, <laughs> that um At the end of the day, I did like them more than they liked me, but they only liked my D, Mm. not my P, personality. (laughs) My other, my real personality, not the one in my past. Charisma, (laughs) uniqueness,
1: nerve, and talent.
0: (laughs) Charisma, uniqueness, and what again? Nerve
1: and talent.
0: Oh, yes. Charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. (laughs) Because I don't
1: think we're allowed to say the other word.
0: (laughs) I've said it about Piers Morgan, but he deserves it. Oh, he deserves it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so that was thank you for sitting in the listening <laughs> Um. yeah I'm a, I'm a weak man in certain aspects
1: <laughs> as long as you know that you're weak and that like that's why this relationship flirtationship situationship is happening yeah
0: because I'm pretty sure that both of them were probably with their boyfriends when I was sleeping with them oh my god oh speaking of which <laughs> so this one day and people would appreciate this story. Okay. So there was this guy over. And, oh, funnily enough. So remember the guy with the ruler? Mm-hmm. His name. Uh, should I say his name? No. Okay. So the guy with the ruler. Problematic person. Toxic. Emotionally toxic. Um. has one name. And the guy I'm telling you about now has the same name. Mm-hmm. And my friends and I. Whenever this person, they date someone that has this name, it's always been toxic and problematic. So mm. we just have this thing where we're like, stay away from that name. <laughs> anyway, so this um, person, we, you know, talked on Grinder and he was going to come over and we we're going to have an adventure. And so he did and we had the adventure and then he like, in mid-advent... <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking
1: advent calendars? (laughs) (laughs) He stops and... Is there a surprise? (laughs) uh,
0: He stops and he takes out Ritalin. He crushes the Ritalin Ritalin right there on the floor. Like you can look at the spot where he sat, right there, naked as the day he was born. And then starts crushing Ritalin and then snorts it. Why? And then he offers me some. I was like, uh... No thanks why (laughs) so i was like okay and then we continue and then we're done and then at the end is
1: it a sex thing
0: for him apparently i think he may have been addicted to it okay because he also wanted me to pee on him anyway oh okay (laughs) this is getting really (laughs) really interesting anyway so after we were done he was like like the phone rings and then he's like can you be quiet it's my boyfriend do you have any idea how angry I got in that moment but I'm like oh I should have asked because he's a he belongs to the homosexual and of course it's just this incestuous cheating stuff that I am now responsible for because
1: accountability exactly
0: (laughs) bringing it full circle I made the decision to have an adventure with him and there I was going you have a boyfriend anyway so that's Mm. my.
1: Fun story, (laughs) Ivor. I have some really interesting stories.
0: (laughs) My adventure life has been uh, very interesting.
1: (laughs) I can see that. Yeah. It could just be...
0: It's a gay thing, maybe. Because I know there are worse things that's happened to people.
1: I know the straights. We are terrible. (laughs) We are trash. (laughs) But you're I heterosexual don't... you're not straight that's... yeah no yeah. true thank you yeah thank you for clarifying i'm heterosexual i'm not straight <laughs> yeah there we go <laughs> uh yeah i don't think we're as adventurous and dramatic and yeah
0: because that's just drama
1: <laughs> that is pure drama <laughs> this yeah. man stopped mid-sex and to crush took drugs not even pre-prepared drugs just like like it was
0: in a whole like like a a lunchbox thing and he opened it like opened it up and crushed it he had all the tools ready and I was like okay what's happening right now
1: (laughs) oh my Uh, god
0: wow I didn't I really forgot about that story until he
1: really called an intermission to your adventure and was (laughs) like we are doing this now (laughs) oh my god the drama
0: the drama yeah I know I love that you talking about this (laughs) (laughs) anyway um yeah so this is our sadly it's
1: (laughs) our last episode together right i feel like this listener letter really brought it full circle full circle i like it i like it yeah just like coming coming back to our roots of just vaguely mental health related but very many tangents and like a lot of graphic stories
0: (laughs) (laughs) and tying it back together with mental health which actually was like when you had told me that you can't like do the podcast anymore of course like you know we had spoken about like rejection and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff and of course those things naturally come up for 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 me um because we had started this thing together yeah even like i approached you and you're like yeah yeah let's do it you know and we had so many doubts and we had so many we worked hard like (laughs) mini speed bumps and (laughs) many speed bumps we've grown (laughs) along the way and so when you told me i mean of course i'm fine with it like like i've always Mm -hmm. said i'd rather let people be honest with me. I can't be angry with, with someone for being honest with me. And then the feeling of like loss, because it is a sort of loss that happens, mm-hmm. was very like prominent. Mm-hmm. And then um, what I find the growth that I had gone through was the minute I felt that, I then went out and tried to do something kind for someone. Oh. So I was like, I went out and I like was going to go buy whatever I said at Daiso. And then I was like, I need to do something kind. I need to, in this feeling of lack, I need to be generous and give. Do the opposite of that so that I attract more generosity, I guess. Yes. And so I don't know if I manifested this, but as I was walking up, there was this homeless guy. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the first, like, like, bill... Um, Paper money that I have That I see Mm -hmm. in my pocket And I'm going to give it to him If it's Manwan, it's Manwan If it's uh, Otonon, it's Mm -hmm. whatever And it was like Otonon And I was like, I'm just going to give that Mm -hmm. And I just gave that And it made me like it broke the, the 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 negativity the negative cycle, cycle that that happens in your brain yeah. when you're faced with bad news mm-hmm. and it was such a like high for me at that time I'm like DJ said she doesn't want to do it anymore mm-hmm. but look what happened like yeah <laughs> so that was a great example of like all the things that i've preached in the past mm-hmm. like that we have said yeah me actually applying it and being super aware of it at that time so yeah. So, high key thank you <laughs> for my growth. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was wonderful doing the, was it like 19 episodes with you, 20 episodes? I think it's 20. This makes yeah. it 20. It's not the 20th episode because I've put out some others. Uh, I see. Yeah, but it'll be 22. Yeah. So, um, thank you so much. It was an an incredible journey. It was for an me.
1: incredible journey for me, too.
0: Because we've grown so much.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and I think just like doing this whole like therapy out loud sort yeah. of thing, has really made me reflect too like hopefully it's also helped other people reflect along the way i think it has but it's also made me reflect and take more accountability over what i say or like what i say that i want or like what i act towards Mm. Yeah, and so just really on topic today, like very on brand. <laughs> I
0: like it. I And and isn't that like the mark of the growth that we've gone through, is that you're able to sit here and go, oh, yeah, that I, yeah. Felt, I feel the growth too. It yeah. me. <laughs> it me. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, everyone, so much for listening. We're saying goodbye to DJ. Mm, mm. Transitions, transitions. Goodbyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, DJ's on and upward to. Trying to navigate life <laughs> As hard as it is the, In Korean oh, life right now
1: Hopefully being gainfully employed Yeah hopefully
0: <laughs> hopefully Manifest that shit Manifest. Um, Alright everyone thank you so much for listening If you like the podcast I would really appreciate it if you Go and review it on Apple Podcasts Or Google Podcasts or Spotify um, The reviews actually really do help us Because I just found out that We are number 14 In mental health podcasts in Korea
1: Damn Leaving on a high note. Ah, So
0: um, I just like randomly like opened the email. I was like, oh, shit, this is our analytics. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, So that's pretty cool to hear that. Um, Yeah, it's ending on a high note. Yeah. Ending on a high note. I can't even say it. Ending on a high note. <laughs> uh, okay i Can don't want to leave anymore you don't want to leave anymore. no i'm kidding i can't do this oh, anymore. Way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i am burned out burnt out well you know what you could have like a random episode every now and again mm, like I once... will, we will revisit oh, yeah let's revisit i'll come back for the stories <laughs> i need to have adventures again because yes. there's been no adventure time anyway um thank you for listening everyone Bye bye. bye-bye, bye-bye.